Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I am your host, Anastasia, back in the studio. It's a Tuesday. I hope you're having a great Tuesday and just getting geared up for the week as we kind of make our halfway mark in January. It's wild to think. Yeah, I guess I have two more. No, this this episode and then one more episode before the um, end of the month. So wrapping up some of those January vision boards or goals for the year, things like that. But as you're recognizing in the title, you're like, this has nothing to do with productivity because the title is basically focusing on releasing expectation as well. And it's something that we often have to remind ourselves of, especially those of us who really like to be in the driver's seat and control things and um, believe that we really have that in us to actually be able to do exactly what we think we are set out to do. And and it's amazing. It really does set us up for success, but sometimes it also sets us up for failure. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about how we can kind of release some of that expectation, things that I've practiced, ways that I've worked on doing that, because I am someone who really likes to be like, this is the plan, we're sticking to it. And when things go awry, I literally lose my shit. And I've gotten better at it over the years, but it really, really does take practice as everything else does. You know, we can only develop into new skill sets if we take the time to focus on them. So we're halfway through the month. If you have yet to begin anything as far as like goal-related things, this may be the week for you to kind of dive into that, whether it's a vision board, whether it's something that you create on Canva. We've talked about it. Uh, Some people love it as their screensaver. Some people love it as their uh, home screen on their on their telephone. So every time they lock their iPhone or whatever device you have, you can constantly see those goal reminders and you can start to really manifest them and envision them. But as we started off with that first episode of the new year, manifestation, but also actualization. So now we're getting into like, we have to actually go through with each of these goals we're setting for ourselves. The sky's the limit. And then you start going and you're like, oh my gosh, maybe I set the goals too high. That's fine, but we just still have to focus in on releasing the expectation of what we need to accomplish in the timeline that we need to accomplish it in. So the reason I'm thinking about this is because I I exposed and chatted about a bunch of things that I knew I was actualizing into realization this year because a lot of stuff got put on pause and it's stuff that I physically see on a daily basis, which is things in my home. Now, we are working on what is to be our eventual nursery. It was our guest room, and then it was Chelsea's room when she lived here with us, and then it went back to, like, being a guest room, and then my husband and I were like, we need to make this into, like, the nursery now that we have this room upstairs we can go ahead and move forward with this room turning into what it's actually going to be intended to be for us eventually. 
and not necessarily putting things in their nursery-like, but actually getting the room itself done. And with that, Doug this weekend took the liberty, which was great. Like I released expectation. I didn't put any pressure and say like, can you, can you? And do this stuff where I'm kind of like setting up demands of like the things that I want to finish for the weekend. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to do this, 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 and this. And I'm definitely one of those productive weekend people. And Doug's more of a relaxing weekend person. And it really truly doesn't boil down to anything other than the fact that today is a work day for me. I was able to go teach a class. I'm able to record this episode. I'm able to get ready. I'm able to go continue my work day all through probably 8 p.m. tonight and come home and like I worked today. I worked out today. I did my podcast today. I did my reading today. Like my job is set up that I have a little bit of free time to be a little more flexible throughout the day, whereas my husband has to go clock in and clock out of somewhere. So when that weekend rolls around and he doesn't have to wake up and he doesn't have to go somewhere to clock in, he can really be like, okay, like I want to relax, which I totally understand. And I'm like, oh, this is our time to be productive. He's home. I'm home. Like, let's go. (laughs) So there has to be a balance, right? So I went to go teach my class this weekend and I came home and I heard like these pounding and stuff before I even opened the door. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, maybe, maybe our friend Rance is here and maybe him and and he's also going to be doing some of our contracting. He is like basically our contractor. He gives us all the advice and then what stuff we can do ourselves, we do. But he, um, I was like, maybe he's here already. Maybe they're working on some stuff. And then I came in and I heard all the noise. My husband was already upstairs. He had already ripped the carpet up while I was gone. To, I mean, I was maybe gone for two hours uh, to go teach class. And then he ripped the carpet up. And then he was like ripping out all of the uh, molding. The What do we call it? Everybody called it something different. I always called it woodwork as a kid. But trim. And then the crown moldings on the top. Then he decided to rip that off the next day. And I was like, is this all necessary? But it it is because we're gutting as much as we can to really replace things and make it look great because eventually it's going to be a nursery and we want to make sure that the nursery is as safe as we possibly can make it, right? You know, the babies, infants turn into toddlers very quickly. Toddlers are very curious about things. They like to pick at stuff and we definitely don't want them picking at any lead paint and putting it in their mouths, right? So (laughs) we are... um, in full-fledged access with that. So I'm like, okay, cool. So this room, this next project really is beginning. We're halfway through January. I'm like, I'm already seeing things happening. And I'm like, this is this is so great. But then we also get to these points where we get stuck and uh, start, you know, we kind of run into roadblocks in these moments of progress, which kind of happened. We were like, okay, well, because we decided to rip out or Doug, Doug made the choice to rip out the molding because he just thought it didn't look good enough. Uh, you know, we're having to deal with some fixtures of like the drywall and things like that. So I had to release the expectation that like, even though we felt so successful last week and we were like, we just were able to check it off our list between like Christmas money and um, per diem coming in from him from the Navy and uh, just different stuff. We were like, okay, we can afford to get all the planks with our military discount at Lowe's and we're set for like our bedroom, the nursery, and the whole hallway because we're making one of the rooms or another eventual goal that's probably not going to happen this year is to make 
we're a five bedroom, one bath, and we're trying to make one of the bedrooms a, um, a trying to make it a bathroom, a master bath. So it's going to like be like from the bat bedroom to a walk-in closet, his and her side, and then into like a master bath. And we're trying really hard to not use all the money we have for the kitchen and trying to navigate, you know, where those things are of um, money that was saved for me for like my house one day. So like one year, making sure that we get the opportunity to stretch our money as much as we can and utilize our own income as well as that money for each project. So anyway, feeling very, very accomplished, <laughs> thinking, okay, we got this. Like now the planks are in, they're ready for us to pick them up. Uh, the room is like gutted, but now there's more things that need to be done in that room before the planks can really lay down. And I doubt we'll rip up in our bedroom, which I'd love to do. I cannot wait for that, you guys. I had to release the expectation that I wanted this carpet to be ripped up throughout the house within the first, you know, year of being here. Well, April will be year two. <laughs> It'll be officially, we have been here for two years. So I'm really hoping that we have um, the opportunity to like get it out. Yeah, that's like my goal for the end of the year. I'm like, I don't want to see any more of that carpet. So now we know we have the planks. We have, you know, there's no money, no roadblocks with that. But there is a couple roadblocks as far as, what we need to do in the room before we can truly lay down the planks because we don't want to lay them down in our bedroom and then go to the kids room and then do the stairs or the hallway because they won't meet up and they're not going to match uh, to the best ability so we need to kind of do it all in one sweep so that being said obviously it's exciting but I also have to release the expectation that just because we have all the things purchased just because the room's already gutted doesn't mean that it's all going to be like bam, 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 bam and happening at all times because we're doing this on the side of, you know, our lives as well. So taking time to like release that and obviously that's something so small, but when you see it every day and you walk by it every day, it can start to really become a pest and it can start to really wear on you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure if any of this is resonating with anything going on in any of your houses, you know exactly what I mean. And as you're seeing it every day, especially as someone who works partially on the road and partially at home, my new space that we worked on, the first room we worked on that has become now my office has been such a godsend because it gets me away from like sitting downstairs on the couch where I could be distracted by a million things and it gets me up into a fresh space, a fresh room where I can really think and a place where I can work on the podcast and feel like I'm at a desk and looking out, you know, the windows and kind of feeling productive and, and really getting some things accomplished. But when I walk by the projects, I'm like, can I do anything today? And I get distracted and I try to figure out things we should buy or how much this is going to cost or anything like that. And sometimes you really do. You have to close the door, literally and figuratively. You have to close the door and you know, focus in on what you're currently supposed to be working on and then reopen the door when you need to and focus back in on that project. And releasing expectations, something that like, again, it really truly doesn't come very easy and it's definitely easier said than done. But when we live in that expectation, it can, it can be really 
difficult. And I think a lot of people are always like, what does that mean? Like, just let go and let the world take you as it is. And it's it's not necessarily that because you definitely still want to be in the driver's seat and in control, but it's letting go of things that are out of your control and letting go of maybe this idea that things are supposed to happen this way, right? We know the stories that I told to you about Valentine's of years past of, you know, me and Doug getting in a massive fight at Beecher's Cheese in New York one year because of some stupid thought that I thought he was supposed to bring me flowers and he ordered me Pinot Grigio, which I was like poo-pooing because gosh, I'm not, no offense to anyone who likes Pinot Grigio, but like I'm more of a dry, more of a dry uh, white gal and, or like a buttery shard. So I was like, you know this, how would you mess it up? And we all know this story because I told it a million times, but I had to, I should have released the expectation to that instead of spending $300 on a dinner. It was my company at the time that spent the money, but still, it was still money that was being spent. $300 dinner and where we got to dress up and we ended up just bickering the whole time. Like what a waste of energy. And if I would have just released my expectations and gone with the flow, we would have had a beautiful evening. And, and I and I chose not to. I continued to choose not to. And I continued to, you know, bark at my husband, now husband. And it just wasn't enjoyable. And I look back on that moment all the time. And I'm like, I still laugh about it today because what was happening in that moment, the argument that was happening in that moment really wouldn't matter five years from now. And I think that's like the biggest thing is like you, when we realize that we're holding on to something and fighting against something that we really can't control and our reaction is what we can control and our reaction is negative and we're not just going with what's happening and being open to new opportunities or something different, then that's when we kind of find ourselves in these ruts where we get stuck and then that entire experience or memory becomes jaded and it's it's not enjoyable for anyone involved. So finding those times to really actually release that. Um, there is a quote by Kanye West that I found on um, Manhattan mental health counseling. And it was it was a, a whole article about releasing and letting go of expectation because that was my theme. It's my theme for yoga this week. It's a a meditation that I have for the end here. But when we have, what did Kanye said, my power is my ability not to not be influenced. So sometimes when it really irks someone that they're trying to get a reaction out of you and you don't react, that is so much more powerful than the reaction because the reaction is what they want you to do. It's that that's the crazy part. The reaction's exactly what they want you to do and they're waiting for it because they want to get under your skin. Not not in a vindictive way. Sometimes it can be, but maybe it's more in a manipulative way that's subconscious. But they want to get under your skin, you know, and I, I do that to my husband sometimes too. And I come back later and I'm like, I didn't mean that at all. I don't know where that came from. Sometimes it's just harder for us to not... Uh, have the filter with our closest people, family especially, husbands, wives, uh, close, close, close friends, siblings. So the power is the ability not to be influenced. So we all, we really do. We struggle with different expectations and, and society putting an expectation on us, um, school putting an expectation on us, friends family putting expectations on us but expectations really aren't 
a bad thing, right? We've been talking about expecting how this year is going to go, manifesting how this year is going, actualizing it financially or like, you know, putting your goals into actions, So we have that. That's not, expectations aren't bad, but sometimes the problems arrive when we put too much weight on the expectation. So, and we're putting weight on others as well in the process to make it go this specific way. And it really doesn't matter how it rolls out sometimes. And sometimes we really think that it does. Um, most of these expectations sometimes are unrealistic. You know, you'll see certain things where you're like, that's so outlandish online, um, what this one husband's doing. And all the wives are like, see, my husband should do this more. My husband should do that. Maybe I wouldn't have left my husband if this. And like, there's, I'm sure you know who I'm like the different, probably people you see on Instagram and stuff like that, where you're like, yeah, there are, but when we put those expectations on our partners, we forget to see the beauty of all the things that they do for us or they balance us out in different ways. And maybe, and we don't know the full story for these people on Instagram either, right? Like if my husband did this more, well, we have no idea what their relationship is. We have no idea what each of them bring to the table. We have no idea what they argue about because I guarantee you they still argue as everybody does, you know, that's unrealistic to think that. So expectations can be unrealistic. So not always putting that pressure on somebody else and yourself, but sometimes we're putting it on our, you know, on others. And they're not an accurate gauge of what's right for us either. Because sometimes we think it's like, this is what my life should look like in five years, but maybe that's not your path. They mean me, that's a path that you think because you see it in a, a, that it rolled out that way with a friend, or you see it just as rolling out with your other friend this way. Perfect, perfect example. Another great one. I remember sitting in our living room. I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but I remember sitting in our living room in our first apartment we lived in in New York, which was pretty later in our relationship. This was circa 20, end of 2018. And I want to say this was in 2019. So I remember being in there, sitting on our decision couch that we don't have anymore. My buddy David and Brian have it. But I remember sitting on that couch and saying like, this is the timeline, blah, 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 blah. And I remember losing it and having this whole expectation of what our timeline was going to look like as far as getting married and having children. Well, guess what, folks? I was correct, (laughs) even though we had a whole argument about it. I was definitely correct because I said at this rate, we're not going to get married until 2022 or 2023, which we did. We got married in 2023. I said at this rate, I'll probably have my first kid at 35. Well, I'm already 35 and I'm turning 36. And so that's not happening either. (laughs) Um, I said we'll have our first kid at 35, our second at 37. And I was like freaking out because I felt like we were behind. But what I did was I put an expectation on our relationship because I wanted a future with my husband and that was the important thing. So not having an expectation of how the timeline was going to roll out because that's what I really harness a lot of my expectations on is a a societal timeline or what I think is going to be our timeline. And I just sometimes need to like let go of that. And just allow the timeline to, our timeline, my timeline, your timeline to roll out the way that it should roll out. So it's not an accurate gauge of what's right for you right now either. 
and maybe it will be right for you later. Maybe right now you think this is where my life should be in five years because that's what I foresee. Well, that's a great goal to set for yourself, but also on year four, if you're not even close to that, maybe so many other things have happened in the past four years that your expectation on your five-year plan has changed. And that's a beautiful thing. That means you're evolving. That means your perspective is changing. It means you're taking in new things and staying present in your life and allowing those things to move you forward into a different timeline, into a different goal structure, and into less expectation. So finally, they can also be contradictory. So sometimes we have people... Um, that are influencing us, right? And nobody has the same perspective. No one has the same setup. No one has the same job, the same partners, same likes and dislikes. So sometimes we, it's impossible for us to be able to really please everybody at once and including ourselves. So this really comes down to like people pleasing and you have this expectation that you want to please everyone Maybe that's being influenced by your timeline. Family is really included in this one. And you need to just let go of that because it's not about them. It's about you and your life. So what happens when when we don't get what we want in the timeline? All the things that I've said, you know, I get angry. I get resentful. Like in that situation, I talked about that timeline with Doug. We brought it up literally the other day and I laughed because I brought it up a couple times in the past. And I said, remember when I talked about that timeline, see how right I was. (laughs) And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do in a moment where you're spiraling? I'm not going to continue to talk you off the ledge. I needed to bring you back somehow. So he was like, your timeline's way off. Like, don't worry, blah, blah, blah. Because All I really wanted to hear was, I plan to marry you one day because we were talking. That was the time that we really started to like dig our feet in and say, you know, what things do we still need to do to get engaged? And truth be told, if we would have got engaged in 2019, we probably would have planned to have our wedding in 2021. And I probably would have been a COVID bride. And there's nothing wrong if any of you were COVID brides out there or grooms or whatever and had to reschedule stuff. But because we got engaged at the very end of 2020, we were able to plan our wedding in the middle of 2022 and everything went as planned. And it wouldn't have gone as planned. So maybe I had this expectation of when we were supposed to get married, but also, you know, the universe and the world knew that the pandemic was going to be coming up in 2020 as well. And that was going to put a wrench in my plans, regardless of my expectations. But it does, it brings up this anger and this resentment sometimes. And then you take it out on your partner or whomever, you know, yourself in that timeline. And instead you can just really let it go. So we can really let go of some of these things so we can kind of move forward. So how do how do we do it, right? So what's that final that final push? I think we really have to figure out how we can really harness what we actually want. So again, in that timeline, what did I actually want? It wasn't about getting engaged and and bitching about the fact that I wasn't going to get pregnant until I was 35 plus, which is geriatric in the health and medical world. People are having plenty of babies between 35 and 42 these days. Yes, some things decrease and things get complicated. Sure, there are some stats about that, but it's also, you know, it's not the end of the world. It still can happen. 
And that wasn't really, you know, that's, that's what it was. I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to ki- be able to have a kid. And that's what the real problem was. I was like, I'm afraid that we're going to wait so long that I'm not going to be able to have children of our own and we're going to have complications, which, you know, I've shared in the past we did have. So really figuring out and saying what you actually want in that time and then figuring out what that is, right? So we have to like talk in our brain. We're going backwards here of how we're going to do this. So saying out loud what we truly want and then the step before that is going to be going back and really cultivating, you know, from journaling and understanding or like having a meditative moment or speaking to your therapist or doing the paradox process or something of the sort and really understanding the inner voice and sincerely asking yourself like, what what do I want right now? And yeah, you're like, okay, that must be really hard. It is and it isn't. Sometimes those thoughts just kind of start to come. Maybe some mornings when I do journal and I don't put the pressure on myself to journal on the daily anymore. But when I do journal, sometimes the pen just goes and allowing the pen to go when the pen goes and just, just being okay with that. But also understanding that that inner voice, that's why we do the meditations. That's why we take the bath and like turn all devices off. That's why, you know, really you're trying to feel those moments in time when you can kind of slow down. It's so you can check in with yourself and actually really dive deep and like cultivate what you need and ask yourself that. Um, another thing is the last two, they're kind of work hand in hand. So this is the step before that. This can be after as well. But really checking our own expectations and expectations that our pressure we're putting on ourselves that are coming from other people. This is really where parents come into play or, or family comes into play more than anything a lot of people are going to push their agenda on you and push their expectations on you of where you should be in the world, what you should be accomplishing, how your life should look. If you did this, it would look better. That's me speaking. Maybe your life's not like that. You know, my family's the most supportive and the least supportive all at the same time, and I love them for it, but sometimes it can be super difficult. And I'm grateful for it because I wouldn't be the same person I am today, but sometimes it can be really, like I said, really, really challenging. And checking, is this an expectation I have or am I allowing an inner voice from someone else that has influenced me like a parent uh, or a friend speak for me right now and this isn't even my expectation. They just said something that got under my skin and now I'm creating and cultivating this new voice. So kind of putting that away as well. And putting our expectations also, you can put them into perspective and noticing that you know, that's somebody else's expectation and it's not your own. And really understanding that you're not disappointing yourself. It's something and someone else and that's their own issue and being able to wash your hands clean of that and let it go. So you can really benefit from other people, you know, and and influenced by other people, social media, friends, and all this stuff. But in order to really let go of that expectation and release it, you really have to understand what you want and what you can do with your circumstances and can actually accomplish. Obviously, you can always set that bar super high. I'm so impressed from people that like come from poverty and like are multimillionaires. Incredible. 
also not every single person can do that and that's totally fine too and that's just a financial gain you know or someone coming from the middle of nowhere and becoming the president of the united states one day or the best astronaut we've ever seen whatever the case may be you know it's it's really intriguing to watch that build so absolutely reach for as many stars as you can but also release the expectation mostly of the timeline and mostly of how you think it's supposed to look and just be present in the moment and notice how it's actually unfolding because that journey is so special for you and that way you're walking through life is really truly how you needed it to be all along. And I'm thinking about, I'm like emotional today. I'm thinking about my husband while I was teaching class today. And I was like, gosh, I just remember every time he was away, I was like, I love him so much. I love him so much. I love him so much. And and my love for my husband comes from so many things about him. But also my love for my husband really comes from how much he believes in me, he sees in me, and he loves me back. That we have these beautiful moments of deep connection and deep love, and it's so emotional all the time. It's so many highs and so many lows and so many arguments and so many kisses and I love yous. It's, it's all over the place, but we're both very emotional water signs. Um, and that doesn't mean that we're like crying all the time. It just means that our emotions and our mood changes shift a lot. And we really are with the gravitational pull of the waves and gravity and and all that stuff of the moon. But that being said, I was like getting emotional and thinking about it. And I was like, I can really benefit from my husband, but I can also like put so much extra pressure on him that that I don't need to. So I really need to like take that time to, to take my own advice constantly, right? That's what this podcast constantly does for me and and help me release that expectation. So I am jumping into a brief meditation. It's going to be nice and sweet today. So again, you can save this or you can um, go ahead and go right into it. I just want you to take a moment to slow down and join me for a brief few minutes of your day. So starting off... In this brief moment of your day, by checking in with where you currently are, what you may be feeling today, whether it's the morning or the evening you're tuning in, and just starting to focus in on your natural breath, whether it's rising and falling quickly. or it's fast and we need to slow it down. Just take that inhale and exhale with me. Inhaling in and exhaling that expectation. One final one together, breathing in and releasing that expectation. Nice.
Now going into our meditation, thinking of a regular flow in your yoga practice or maybe a regular steady walk that you like to take on the daily or maybe the meditation that you like to do. Practicing these things really helps us to cultivate a more flexible attitude of going with the flow. Due to its very nature of being a flowing practice, yoga or movement of any sort, breath if you're meditating, is your practice between your body and your breath. Learning to go with the flow is about letting go of expectation, brushing off those little things that tend to get us fired up in our lives that we can't control. It also means learning to resist other people's expectations, but really learning to not resist something new and simply allow the events to unfold in a natural way around you. So it can be tiresome and stressful activity to try and change something that can't be changed. Anytime we try to take control of something that's out of our control, it can be exhausting. And it truly becomes a relief when we surrender this agenda. Trying to control the uncontrollable is like trying to catch water in a net. Instead, become the water. Mold yourselves to your surroundings. Become each little hole within the net and truly just flow with that balance. So take this week, whether it's a big task or a small task, and let's start to put this into practice. So next time something is bothersome, Ask yourself whether this negative situation that you're so frustrated about in the moment is going to matter to you in five years. And if it's not, we can simply let it go. Remember that everything flows onward and all things are brought into being with changing nature. The ages themselves glide by in constant movement. Just as we experienced 2023 moving, maybe it felt like the year went fast or slow, but you've definitely experienced a fast year in the past. So move onward, continue to flow through, be open to changing nature because life itself is in constant movement. And take one final breath with me, releasing that expectation. And two more by yourself.
Last one. Wonderful. I'm so glad you jumped in with that meditation. That one's a really good one for me to come back to when I'm super frustrated because it's pretty brief and it's really nice. So I'm so excited. Next week we have our first guest for the new year and I had the pleasure of interviewing him and his book is about to come out. So I'm so thrilled for that and I just am excited to dive in. It's the first, you know, I love the the guest episodes because it's always fun to get get in with the uh, podcasts and just kind of refresh my mindset and learn something from other people as well. So it's always interesting for me to to jump into that. But it was really really fun to get to know um, to get to know him, and I think you're gonna enjoy him quite a bit. And his new book, which is going to be released in February, but it is available for pre-order right now, which is super exciting. And the book is called Passion Struck, and the guest is John R. Miles. And it's really sweet. I had a lot of fun interviewing him, and I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to hear all the wonderful things that we talk about. But it's really about harnessing things in your life. And I feel like it's so perfect for like this time of year, especially going through all the things that we've been prepping for this month and and the podcast episodes and focuses and themes and kind of moving forward and really kind of buttoning it up with a beautiful little bow and a new book that you can possibly have as a part of your morning or evening routine or midday, whenever you prefer to read. Maybe it's only something you get to do on the weekends. But as we all know, I'm not the best and the biggest reader at all times, so it's nice for me to to have that, and I'll be joining you guys as well in February reading that book. So I'm very excited for that, and I'm excited for you guys to all tune in next week. And I will be away as well, so I'm going to get to work on this episode. I'm going to be in Florida and, and meeting up with some old friends. I have a work event, and then I'm meeting up with some friends in Orlando. That's a little mini reunion that we're having with my closest Disney pals, and I'm stoked for that. So I'll have plenty of new things to chat about. These are my, like, original OG philosophizer friends, especially Justin Nunez. We used to stay up so late in our 19, 20, 21 year. Well, I guess I, I left at 21. So like 18, 19, 20 year old Stasi and, and Justin Nunez would like talk deep, deep stuff, some late nights, as well as my girlfriend, Caroline and our friend, Sean. So I'm very excited to like kind of pick their brains a bit and then come back with some wonderful content to start off February too. So lots of fun things coming up, but have an amazing rest of your week. Again, release that expectation, take some pressure off yourself. If you haven't set up some things yet, move forward with it if you want to. If not, maybe goals will come in as the months go by. And if you put too much pressure on yourself to start off, maybe lighten the load just a tad for yourself and your sanity and try to just go with whatever's happening this year in 2024. I love you all. I will see you all next week on the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. 
Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.